We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lucky Podcast, and uh, as always, you know, it's a really beautiful day here in Chicago, left. That's right. Sunshine, upper 50s. Couldn't ask for anything better. I, I drove through a monsoon to get to practice yesterday. <laughs> Go that is up. the weirdest weather, taking the trip from South Bend to Chicago or vice versa, the weirdest rain Wind, Bro. snow, you're going to find the craziest weather in that stretch. It and was it's only crazy. through the stretch. It's literally only through the stretch. <laughs> it was absolutely crazy. So um, let me get rid of this right now. Robin Dennis, Sean and Malik, are you going to comment on the kicking game with special teams? No, <laughs> I'm not. I would rather not at this moment. No. No, I do. I do not want, especially the kicking game. I do not want to talk about. You've always had a gripe against our kicking game. Always had a gripe. Hey, they better be in the portal. They better be in the portal. Come end of April, man. That don't sound like us not having a a unit. We don't got a unit like that, man. Let me tell you something, bro. They better be in that portal. We go. We, we'll be going for it on fourth and two a lot now. <laughs> hey, well, Marcus Freeman does that anyway. So, <laughs> or see if that cat Blake Group has a COVID year left. Damn, uh, it's something. that bad, huh? I know that. Yeah, you know the kicker. You know the transfers coming in from South Florida, but they asked me about currently today. Right? Yeah. No, I do not want to talk about. <laughs> no, they said no. I'm good. No, I do. I do not want to talk about the Schrader kid that's coming from South Florida. And I remember when I watched his film, I wasn't overly impressed. So saying he's coming, that doesn't make me feel any. Hey, so we struggling with kicking, huh? That's hey, man. They did have a five-star kicker there on campus yesterday, a recruit, I think from the 24 class. The fact that kickers can get five stars now is absolutely ridiculous with me. But that's when you like kicking that's over ridiculous. houses and you doing trick <laughs> shots and you kicking with both feet at the same time. Like you gotta like you're you're more of a circus athlete than you are. Because come on, how can you be a five star kicker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. You'll see. We'll see. But like I said, yeah, Schrader. 
He's coming in the fall from South Florida, but you know. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, how do you recruit a kicker? Like Marcus Freeman ain't taking no flights for no no kickers now. Hey, so I'm going to he better. He better. He thought he better. Hey. Hey. That cat Ryan Day went out and got that cat Noah Ruggles to transfer to Ohio State. He did. He couldn't make that 50 yarder at the end of the game, could he? Didn't make that 50 yarder. Okay, okay. And it was yeah. and it was way off. It wasn't oh, even it wasn't even close. <laughs> it wasn't even close. You can already tell his nerves were. He's like, like y'all got me out here kicking this ridiculous field goal that I haven't attempted all year because y'all been scoring every time. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunctural Irish Breakdown. All your great content. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spend it different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Was it a rough day for the offense? It, yes. You, Left, you've been in the spring. Every day can't be unless, you know, you're going up against Brian Van Gordon's defense. And then you can just make big plays every day. But they don't so say you, that. That's, that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. He tried to. Left, stop uh, lying. That stop wasn't lying. The, issue. the stuff you told me about that 2015 yes, spring, but... you said y'all was breaking 80 yarders like. Every yeah, but other you gotta play. think though. We we, <laughs> we were we were different on offense then. Left, come on, dog. After Left. what Texas did in that game, the first game of the season is no is no excuse you can really give because I mean we they had who uh who was the quarter Shane Bouchel. The oh, you're talking about the eight. next year. The, five the following eight. year. Yeah. When yeah. Texas came out there and rolled fifty before halftime. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and Coach Kelly about to fire a dude on the sideline? 
Yeah, you know, Coach Kelly get ruthless now. He'll try to, you know, he ain't grab the dude on the sideline, grab the dude up, Grimes. Shout out Grimes, that's my guy. Oh, Grimes still owes him. He, he still did. Grimes still needs his five minutes for that. He he's never been the same since. No, David Grimes needs to request his five minutes to the day Brian Kelly is six feet under. Yes. Like I need, I need five. I need five. Yes, you him, just you hand me up on national TV in prime time. We, bro, I need five minutes, bro. I'm talking about it was like the camera was tracking him and everything. It was bad. It was yes. Bad. Yes. <laughs> I was there. Our guy Greg Lisman said, good to see you, brothers. Many blessings. Greg, as always, Greg, we appreciate yes, you, brother. Thank yes. you for the super chat. So, yeah, it was a tough day. It was a tough day. It was a tough day. They, Like I said, they worked on nickel. Let me, let's talk about the negative first so we can get it out of the way. Um. Everyone that was just head over heels with the quarterback, Sam Hartman, and national championship and all this, yeah, you, you got to take a couple of steps back yesterday. <laughs> but you didn't have to take the steps back all the way to the area you took them to. Now mm. it's like the offense is trash. It's like, come on, man, relax. Now relax. we did say. Relax. We told, people to, we told people to calm down. We told people to relax, right? There was a star yesterday, and I guarantee you nobody thought he would be the offensive star yesterday. I'm going to save him. Uh, that's a nice little tease. Yeah. They say in the radio business. We're going to talk about there him. There was a silver about, lining. Give me about 10 minutes. In about 10 minutes, I'll talk about him. But the first group, Sam Hartman came out with Aldrich Estimate, Tobias Merriweather, Deion Cozy, and Chris Tyree. Those are the three wide. Oh, we no tight end. Oh yeah, Mitchell Evans was the tight end. Oh, I still have to have a tight end. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You boy, I told you. Hey, if hey, Irish fans, if if Notre Dame comes out four wide for the first play of the season, that cat Malik might jump. Hey, Malik might streak across the field in Ireland, dude. Telling because he'll be there. But he might streak across the field in Ireland, dude. He might lose. Trying to tell you. All right. And then the offensive line group was Joe Alt, Billy Shrout, Z Carell, Andrew Christophic, and Blake Fisher. Right. So look, and then Hartman and Buckner both worked with those, that first group. I'll say this. Like, and I don't know if anybody else mentioned this. The wide receivers had about, I counted at least. Six drops yesterday. Minimum six. And I might have missed a couple. Now, these drops that are like. I'm talking about balls dead in their hands, bro. Dead in their hands. Dead in their hands. I'm talking about curl routes, crossing okay. routes. What was straight. Chancey's response? Is he snapping? Is he, is he like, all right, man, there's no excuse. Because I think that one. We're not used to catching the ball that much in practice. Well, I, I know one for sure. He got off. He got all up in Tobias. Good. That's our star player. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could take the star player lashing. Yeah. Yeah. He. He. Yeah. That one I heard. Cause it went on for a nice minute. It went oh, on just, for a nice minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, first of all, the quarter, 
all the quarterbacks look phenomenal going through the drills. You know, we said it. You know, Steve Angeli for him is ball placement. He has a big arm. He lets it rip. Tyler's throwing the ball much better. Sam Hartman's throwing the ball much better. You, Gino Gadouli is 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 paying dividends already. Okay, as a quarterback coach, see that, see that matters. You can tell. For me, and I said this, I believe on Friday night, the presence of Gino Gadouli is more important for Kenny Minchie than it is for anybody else in that quarterback room. I heard he was getting on him for a little bit, talking about uh, he's uh encouraging him to hit the open guy or something like that. Yeah, because that cat, that cat Kenny. Is confident, bro. Kenny is a confident dude, right? So you know really? they want I him. Got that. I never got that from a portrayal. Like he's like. I didn't say he was arrogant. I said he's confident, right? That cat Kenny's like, yo. I told you, his he is he might be the best natural thrower of the football on the team. He just might be. He might be the most natural thrower of the football on the team. And he'll get stronger. But, you know, you just watch him throw, and it's easy to him, left. Is he throwing the football? You know, you pointed out when you broke down his film, like kids in high school don't know how to change speeds on balls and change the law. He just just flicking his wrist. He just flicking the wrist all day. It looks good. It looks good. So it's like, man. For him to be able to do that at a young age, it kind of, it almost gives him a head start on other guys, right? Because they're trying to learn how to do that. He's been they doing give that him a head start over Angeli right now. Exactly, because Angeli just lets it rip. He just lets it rip. Like forget about ball placement. He's just letting it rip. Angeli is Angeli is a is a twenty thirteen uh, Hendricks. Andrew Hendricks. Andrew wow. Hendricks. That's who Steve Angeli is. Wow. Throw the, so, throw the, throw the hell out the ball. <laughs> throw the, I mean, just like I hated warming up with him. I never used to want to warm. I used to throw the little, the little towel ball guys and let it throw. Yeah. Because he's throwing fingers off for no reason. I'm like, right. I'm warming up. But you know, he's smart guy. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. I don't know about serviceable, but I like. I liked who he was as a guy. You know, good, good, good uh, quarterback room type of guy. Yeah. So, look, it's amazing how, for some reason, these guys looked really good. And I'll say this they didn't run any play action, they didn't run any waggles, no rollouts, none of that. Yesterday was literally dropbacks, straight dropbacks, or runs. Oh, so Tyler didn't practice yesterday. <laughs> you see, Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Y'all forgive my co-host, man, and my brother. He, he's, he, you know, he's on one today. He's no, on, wait a minute. That's Tyler's yeah. game. That's Tyler's on, whole man. game right there. What are you talking about? Tyler's a runner. I said they either did dropbacks or runs. So how did he? No, I'm saying Tyler's game in the dropback game. Tyler Buckner's game is a RPO. Tyler Buckner was under he was under center for certain snaps yesterday, just like Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman's game isn't drop back either. Yes, it is. 
Oh, he's never been under center at Wake Forest. Oh, I mean, I mean, drop back as in like we're running like passing concepts, like five step drop type of things, like that kind of thing. Okay, okay, OC left. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't know, man. You, you, you bugging right now. You bugging. You bugging. So this is where the struggle came in. I don't know if anybody else mentioned this. They went to uh, the period where the quarterback struggled mightily was the pressure period. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is when Notre Dame went to their nickel and dime defenses, and they started disguising their blitzes. Yeah. Right? They were, man, they had the safeties. Ramon was coming. You know, he would drop out, and the other safety would come. Not not the so, safety blitzes. Oh, man. So this was like the pressure period. So I don't see people just talk like, let me, this is why I told people to relax. The quarterback struggled mightily during the pressure period yesterday. Agreed. They were being Agreed. blitzed every play. But I will say this. Tyler Buckner was better at checking out. Or yeah, because Tyler knows the offense. Or knowing what play to check to. Right. Tyler was better at that, in my opinion. He was the and best. He should be. And Even should. though uh, Sam Hartman checked one time to that throw to Tobias, and Tobias ran a comeback or a curl and just dropped the ball. I mean, it was dead in his chest. Mm. He just dropped the ball. Mitchell Evans dropped one from Sam Hartman, you know, on a release, you know, out of a blitz package. Same thing. So as much as people want to talk about, like, it was drops, the offense just told, totally, the offense was off kilter during that period, bro. It just wasn't what, it wasn't one of their best periods. It just wasn't. They didn't handle the pressure. Um, pressure period is not easy in the early days of camp. <laughs> and I, it might have been the offensive line's worst period as well. It, it's everybody's on offense worst period. It's, a, yeah. it's just like you're – okay, in practice, those periods are tough because usually you're preparing all week to see some of these teams' blitzes. So – the first couple blitz pickup periods that you're doing in practice is going to be rough because there's a lot of communication that has to take place. Uh, the checks have to be right. And, you know, as you go through the season, your checks change. So the checks that may work now may not work later. You know, and we're seeing these blitz. Sam seeing the blitzes for the first time. Right? That's So he's like, man, what the hell is this? You know? And during the game... We have much more uh, ability to plan for it. When you're not, when you don't plan for a blitz period, like you're not, you know, knowing what's coming or watching film, it's hard for anybody to operate. Cause it's, cause there's, there's, there's so many questions you and you don't know. Like you don't know how they run the blitz, you don't know the sight adjustments because I'm sure, you know, Notre Dame's a smart place. You get some sight adjustments, a guy come, you replace them, you know. But that's a communication piece. That takes, that takes weeks. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the blitz period showed a lot for our guys because, I mean, that's what's going to count during the season. Yeah. And no, um, Notre Dame fans, none of the safety blitzes came from 15 yards back. Just the <laughs> safeties were near the line of scrimmage when they were blitzing. <laughs> Yo, 
it, they really came from, with some exotic stuff. They did. They came with some exotic stuff, and it gave the Lions some trouble, you know, when they were twisting and then would bring the safety on the outside or bring the linebacker and safety from the same side. They did some pretty exotic stuff, you know. But so that's what you got to have your running backs in there day. blocking. Yeah. The running yeah. back got to be in there laying the blow on the extra hat, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was one play where it was clear that it was man-to-man – I think it was man-to-man Jay Mickey, Mickey against Tobias to the field, and Sam Hartman went somewhere else on the blitz. And we both – I looked at B. Driss, and I'm like, dude, if they're blitzing, if, if they got man-to-man on Tobias, you got to throw that up. You just got to throw it. Just give him the chance. I don't care if it's back shoulder or give him the opportunity on a 50-50 ball to go up and get it. He decided to go elsewhere, I think, to the running back and ended up being incomplete. Or oh, he ended up completing the short, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, it, it was a little trouble during the pressure period. You know, that's where most of the angst came from watching the offense because they did look – they looked bad during the pressure period. They looked bad, bro. Now, when it was just normal, you know, and like I said, they really didn't, they didn't run any play action. There was no play action. He was a run or drop back or straight shotgun. So there was no trick of the defense, giving them a different look, no motions really. There was no motion, nothing. It really was just here it is. This is the formation, run the play. And the defense really had the advantage because the defense in nick or dime, they were the ones really – changing their look and disguising things uh, to decide where they were blitzing from. So, uh, you know, I wasn't too hard on the offense as, as others yesterday because I understood that, you know, this is the pressure period. And, heck, you should struggle versus pressure in April. Like, heck, if you're popping 60 yarders against pressure in April – Something wrong, something seriously wrong with the defense. That's why we knew that Brian Van Gorder defense was going to be trash because you all were popping off 50 and 60 yarders every other play in camp, spring camp. Jalen had to be throwing his helmet, bro. I'm sorry, Jalen had to be throwing his helmet every series. Like, man, what the heck is going on, bro? You on mute, you on mute, bro. Really good team that year with a lot of different guys that we nah, look Notre Dame fans. I'm not making this stuff up. This is these are stories that have come straight from this man's <laughs> mouth. So I'm not making anything up. And I've sat and listened to him talk about that spring campaign and how they would literally laugh because you said the cornerbacks would be calling uh audibles, right? Yeah, and we checks. yeah, we had all our audibles so. You know, we had to – that's why I'm like, man, it was so much that went into it that I'm like, I'm glad that they struggled today because it's good film to watch. True. You know and it's True. really good film to watch. And honestly, you know, I I'm, I would be a little afraid if we was cooking our defense this early. I'm like, wait a minute now. They ain't – you know, we clicking too early on offense or we're tripping on defense. There's no in-between, you know, so – I really do think that the defense is a strong point of our team because I think Marcus Freeman has put a lot of intensity on focusing not only on the linebackers getting better, 
but the overall uh, physicality of the team getting better because that's what's going is going to take to really be competitive. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can agree with that. You know, receivers as a group just struggle. They struggle, man. They just did. They did. They struggled with drops. And, and Chancey wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. He wasn't. He wasn't happy, bro. You know? And when the receivers struggle, and then it's a pressure period, so you know Obviously, you want to put your offense under pressure. That's the purpose of going into that period. And your receivers aren't helping you out, man. It just kind of magnified other things that were going on. And it looked much worse than what it really was. I'll say that. Like, yeah, you know, you know, you can't take these practice periods too seriously because it's a period. It's not a game, you know. We. This is a specific focus for the, the, you know, and a lot of defensive players know your calls, and that gets annoying after a while when they, they know when the outs come in, they jump in. So it's, it's a defensive drill when it comes to blitz. Period. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what it seemed like, a period for the defense to win. <laughs> right, it's almost because like seven on seven is an offensive period. We're yeah. supposed to be cooking the defense on seven you, on seven. You know how Chuck Daly like purposely set Team USA up to lose. That first practice, yeah. that's that's what that pressure period was. Marcus Freeman set that offense up to like not look so good after getting Had all the buzz. It's a humbling, it's a super humbling experience because you know, especially when you vibe in all practice, you're thinking you're kicking their butt, yeah. and you probably and then they call blitz period. You can't get a playoff, man. <laughs> you can, everything, and then then you get stuff. Then you get stuff like a bad snap. God dropped the handoff or right. quarterback, you know. So, Blitz period is humbling because you you really see that. Okay, I see what the defense is talking about when we're scoring points in non-contact plays and stuff, and, and, and we're all gassing it and making it worse. And they're like, "We're not even being physical. We have no D line." Then you see what the difference is. You, know, right, you see right. the difference happens fast. Right. Yeah. So. Offensive line, for the most part, you know, watching them in one-on-ones is very, man, let me tell you something, boy. This dude, Joe Alt, is different. Joe Alt. Man, let me tell you something. This cat, Nana, tried to hit this cat, Joe Alt, with a power move. No. Yeah, go It did not end well. Mm. And then... I think it was Riley Mills that ran a stunt and tried to come around. And Joe Alt came off and just hit him with one arm, the left arm. That's it. Shocked him. Stunned him right there. Stopped man. him. Man. Blocked his man right into the guard and took a half a step and just, wow, just stunned him. I was like, okay. Straight power. Like, okay. Joe Alt. That man is different. That man is different. Billy Shroud, you know, I was talking, you know, footwork every now and then can get out of sorts. 
It's the spring. But the dude and man, run blocking, run blocking, or Billy Shrouth is, you know, a couple of times he didn't pick up a stunt, let somebody inside of him. You know, that comes with repetition. Once again, young guys, they haven't had young reps. guys. It's a young, that's a young guy thing. Repetition. And Blake, dude, I said this. Blake Fisher, bro, this dude actually has abs now left listen he's a freak of nature man i'm telling you blake fisher is like the jalen smith of linemen just understand like this a freak can damn near play anything he wants blake the fisher dominant. had problems and was pretty much targeted in post-practice comments by marcus freeman during fall practice pretty much when he said it's your responsibility to be ready for practice you remember when marcus freeman said that he said, because we're not changing. Mm. We're not changing. Blake Fisher was the one that tapped out of practice that day. <laughs> Blake Fisher was the one that couldn't make it through practice that day. Yeah. But he you got to think a... he was coming off an injury, though, too. Blake Fisher, bro, has totally changed his body. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally changed this dude's wearing, you know, the little half jersey. Got his belly all out. He's proud of having his little this pack, his little abs showing. I'm like, okay, I see you. I'm, I see you. He's down 17 pounds, and he looks much better. What he struggled with was the, the speed pass rush. Sometimes last year, he was inconsistent with that, was a little bit impatient going after guys, and they were able to turn the corner on him. Much more, much more agile on his feet now down those 17 pounds just a better all-around tackle and watching him and javante john baptiste go at it yesterday was a treat it might have been the best action all day watching it's those two yeah it was good work for both of them just watching them go one-on-one -on -one, they both put in work yesterday it was really nice to watch it really was well, that's that's a key matchup. You know, you talk about you know where the X factor of the team is going to come from, and having a, a guy like Blake Fisher and Joel being at that tackle spot, a guy in John Baptiste causing havoc, guys in the secondary. I think you get a lot of guys in the right places. You need to really be effective as an X factor on the team. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like I said, Billy Shrouth, you know, he needs reps. Christophic, he's going to be solid. He's going to be solid, right? Some of the surprises, I think Ty Chan for some reps was actually working at left tackle. Emil Wagner, man, let me tell you something. He's up to 280 now. He's so, he's so long athletic, bro. He's so long athletic, man. He looks like he can go play tight end right now. Yeah, but I believe it. Because even at 280, He's just streamlined, mm. even at 280. So if he gets to 290, 295, they have him at right tackle now. He looks really good at backup right tackle. He really does. He can really hold his own in the run game, definitely holds his own in the passing game. There were times yesterday where as a unit, we said this, as a unit, there were times yesterday that the second offensive line unit got more push in the run game than the first unit. We noticed that yesterday. So 
And they've been like working guys at two positions. Like Todd Chan is the inside. He's been a left tackle. Uh, I think Carmody was hurt. Carmody was hurt yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm trying to think. Did I miss anybody else? Let me take a look at my notes. Yeah. I think that's spot on, man. That's yeah. spot on for the offensive line. That's spot on for the offensive line. Player of the day, without question, was Jabron Payne. There we go. My hey, guy. Let me tell you something, Left. He's a good running back. He's a, I don't know what he's special This at. dude has incredible cutback vision, bro. Yeah. 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 He made three cutback runs yesterday. I was like, yo. And see, it's one thing to see it, but then to be able to get there before it's you know why? He runs an offense under center where they run in between the tackles. All these guys nowadays, they doing these shotgun, off tackle, outside zone, RPO. Jabron Payne is going eye formation, single back. <laughs> two hole, one hole. Yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that we block inside zone so well as a as a school, I'm just saying as a school. Like credit to he stand and every other coach. We've always been good at running inside zone and outside zone. Gives you three ways to go. You can hit it front side. You can hit it in the hole. You can hit cut back. You're really hitting it to cut back because the way we block it, yeah. we're doubling to the linebackers. We're getting you know second level, so the cutback lane is there. So for someone to actually be able to do it on a running back level, you know who's really good at that too is Tarian until he got hurt. But Tarian was good at doing that because he knew how to run inside the tackles. And Jabron Payne is fit for this style of offense because that's who he is. He's not going to burn you. like a He's gym. hard to see too. Yes, he he's like an he, Emmitt he, Smith. He, like, he's a stump. Yeah, it's like an Emmitt Smith yeah, like yeah. bouncing in and out. Yeah. But he's not gonna, you're not you wouldn't take him in a combine over our other running backs. He won't no. bench more than Aldrich. He won't run no. faster than JD or Tyree or maybe even Logan Diggs. But if it's a football game, he might get picked first. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. might get he picked first. And then in the pressure, in the pressure period, Tyler checked to a run. And he hit a he hit a seam on a blitz and took it like 50. Okay. Tyler making run checks and blitz. Took period. it 50 down the left sideline. It was like another great read from him, man. Javron Payne was the player of the day yesterday. That's right. That's he, good. Yeah, he, he easily. Easily. He was the player of the day yesterday. And he's wow. not even, in my opinion, he wouldn't be the best running back in the room. We're not supposed to be. 